0: Prepare to be amazed. Studies show that individuals who have developed heightened intuition are three times more likely to possess psychic abilities. Could our innate intuition be the key to unlocking extraordinary powers
1: hidden within us? Welcome to Empowering Time Markers the podcast where we share inspiring stories, empower listeners with business tips, and create connections. I'm your host, Tia Bottom, and I'm thrilled to have you join us on this journey of growth and empowerment.
0: Our guest today is a psychic empath, a quantum energy healer, as seen in good housekeeping and women's health, to name a couple. She studies spiritual and health modalities such as Reiki, star codes, meditation, and more. One day, when she was a little girl, she predicted a bird would poo on her. Of course, then, she shut that down, and then she got incredibly ill and filled with anxiety. took over 20 years for her to start to heal herself, which led to her having regular experiences by being super open to all things, from intuition to aliens. Please welcome Nicole Starbuck.
2: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here. I've already fallen in love with you. Tell me a story. Oh, okay. You talked about the bird pooping on me. That's how I discovered my psychic gifts and abilities. That's one of my favorite stories. One, because it's gross and funny, but also because it's my origin story. But I would love to share how I've actually applied the working knowledge, psychic gifts, psychic intuition, and quantum energy healing, and some of the transformations that have occurred in the lives of the people that I've been blessed to work with. And so one of the things that came through, what actually really drew me to to being on this podcast, you were seeking speakers for ghosts and aliens and all sorts of other energies and entities and i i can say that i've had some experience with this so i have it on my heart to create connection and community and one of the ways that comes through is through in-person events and retreats so i was hosting this retreat called the goddess getty way to help women hard-working women get back in touch with their divine feminine energy And so we're at this retreat, and I am doing healing sessions on each of the girls. I think there was five or six of the women, so that would have made seven, including myself. So I'm doing healing sessions for each of them, and they're they're going really well. We're shifting and clearing a lot of energy. We get to one of the gals, and beautiful soul, so gifted, very psychic. Like a lot of light language coming through, and I get up towards her heart and her throat, and all of a sudden, I feel these like for lack of a better word, demons or demonic energy is coming up behind me. And it's like they were trying to grab her and take her back, take her energy back to the underworld. And I'm like, oh, heck no. And I'm sitting here and there's another gal. I'm like, you see that? She goes, oh, my God, I see it. And so we take these energies and with the two of us, we put them into, we had set up an altar in the center of the room. We put them into one of the crystals. And the whole time, this girl is like, choking. I'm like, oh, my God, someone get her some water. This is the first time this ever happened. This energy coming through so clear. And we put all these energies into this crystal. And this crystal had such intense energy that we actually had to take a towel. I went and dropped it over the edge of the balcony, went back. I didn't want to bring it back to the house. I went downstairs and then grabbed it and we were at the beach so I threw it into the ocean and it was gone and then at the same retreat I know a lot of energy a lot of things happening at this retreat at the same retreat we were doing a session with one of the other girls and she was she felt like she didn't fit in and I knew it was because she had some real deep star starseed roots like it's because she's not like from here she's like from another planet and we're doing a session on her, and all of a sudden, this like spaceship-type thing, it looked like a giant silver egg, the spaceship thing comes into the living room. I was like, y'all see that? And they're like, yeah, we see the spaceship. Okay, good. I was like, that's just me. So the spaceship comes in, and her starseed family had come home. It's like her Arcturian, she had Arcturian, came in, and they're not familiar with that. They look like... The stereotypical aliens like with the the almond-shaped head and sometimes silver blue or bluish green and these were like silver blue and they came in and then they all started landing so they're all in the living room they're all in the balcony they're all like hovering above outside and we can just see them and the one it looked like the alien who came in and he's it's not your time yet if this isn't your home but it's not time for you to come home yet and this girl is just like bawling she realizes like this is why she's always felt this way is because she has those origins, and this isn't her home and to be able to
0: unlock and
2: unleash that for her was really powerful.
0: Wow, that's amazing okay let me back up for a second where are you because you said a beach is it a beach house what beach are you on what state are you in
2: Yeah, we, I'm based in Houston, Texas. So we were having this retreat in Galveston Beach, which is about an hour and a half away from here. It's actually, it was a little past Galveston, so it's actually a little place called Hershey Beach, which is part of the Galveston area. And we were staying at this beautiful house right on the beach like you could literally step out and walk.
0: Galveston is very attracted to storms, right? So there's like a definite energy pull. Is that why you picked that area? Partially.
2: I feel like there's a lot of energies coming into the Texas area in general. You wouldn't, most people wouldn't think that because we are part of the South from the Bible Belt. But I was just really feeling the the beach. I'm more of a mountains girl. I like mountains and forests and jungles. That's my vibe, but I was really feeling the beach. And so Galveston, it's the nearest beach. Like Galveston, it is. Let's do
0: it. Awesome. First of all, why are you in Texas if you're a mountain girl? <laughs> what the heck?
2: Valid question. So we are in Texas because when my husband and I had our daughter, she's almost three now, but she was about two months old. We were living in Denver, Colorado at the time. We're like, oh, it would really be good to have some extra family, extra support. And also family is important to us. And we want for our kids to have deep, meaningful relationships with their grandparents. Let's just go ahead and move. And so we made that move, made that transition. And I actually didn't think that I would like it here because of the weather. And um, we also get mosquitoes and flying cockroaches. Like, I didn't know they could fly. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yes. And everything bigger here in Texas, including the wasps. so you just get used to it. But actually the weather's not so bad because everywhere is air conditioned and it's just been really good to be able to be close to the
0: family. How do you pick these women or do you just put it out there and then whomever's supposed to be there signs up? And how often do you do them? Oh,
2: interesting question. Okay. So this year I have been experimenting with quote unquote traditional marketing, so that's Your social media posts and your emails and your funnels and your ads and all that stuff. Then I also played around with what would it look like for me to just like intuitively make connections and then fill out the sheet that way. So I did the whole traditional marketing thing. I um, had a beautiful copywriter, one of my dear friends and colleagues. She helped me write social media posts and emails. And we did that. Not a single sale
0: came through there. Yeah.
2: Every single person that came to this retreat was an intuitive nudge that I felt called to connect. I was scrolling on Instagram. I came across a Facebook ad, not a Facebook, an Instagram ad. And i was like, oh, I like that girl's face. I'm just going to follow her. I didn't even reach out to her. She liked my energy. She reached out to me, started a conversation and someone backed out of the retreat. Anna and Spirit said to invite her. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. They're like, yeah, we know. Do it anyway. So I invited her. I'm like, hey, I know it's really last minute because like the retreat was coming up in five days, but Spirit like is telling me to invite you. Would you be interested in that? It's just, heck yeah, let me book a flight. Let me get down there. And now we're besties. And so that was one. And then another one was I felt called to post in this Facebook group. And I'm like, why would I post in that Facebook group? What the heck? And they're like, no, just do it it was this Facebook group called Witches of Houston. And so I post in that group and I'm like, okay. And I'm just sitting there on my couch. I'm holding my son. At this point, he was still very young. Uh, he's almost a year now, but he was just a few months old. And I'm holding him and I'm like, I just make money here, just holding my baby. And then they I kid you not. Like two seconds later, I get this PayPal notification. Like, Someone just signed up for your retreat. Here's a deposit on the retreat. And I'm like, oh, wow, like that actually worked. And it was someone from that coast yeah. yeah. that I was like arguing with my guide. I don't want to do it. They're like, no, just do it. And then I did it. And then here she signs up. And then she refers someone that. So she refers someone and then she signs up. And then, yeah, it's just following the nudges. So the entire retreat sold out.
0: Now, the one that had the choking and the demons attracted her. For some reason, I was picturing in the woods around, which one is she? how did she get connected to you?
2: Yeah, she was the one that came through when I put the post. I was sitting on my couch and I'm thinking, oh, like money just comes to me when I'm here with my family sitting on the couch. And she was the one that signed up. And then she referred the one that had the aliens come
0: through during her her session. Interesting. So the one that flew in anything yeah. interesting happen with her.
2: They're all soul sisters. She yeah. is one that I got to do this beautiful energetic exchange with because it was so last minute. I was just like, would you be willing? She she does um, Facebook ads. I said, would you be willing to do my Facebook ads for a month in exchange for a free ticket at this exchange? Oh, nice. Heck yeah. There. So she helped me set up again traditional marketing but in this case it works because it was a lot and so she set up an ad for me to go to a Facebook group because I was running the retreat but I was also getting ready to launch psychic schools for the first time mm. and I felt called to create a Facebook group and I'm arguing with spirit I don't you if you watch any more stuff I argue with spirit I'll probably like, I don't want to run a Facebook group because I don't like Facebook and they're like just do it so I we run this ad to this Facebook group and get hundreds of soul wine people in this group and it's growing every day you have great
0: marketing around (laughs) because everything is connected to that like i followed your instagram and then immediately got oh i have a facebook group and i was like okay and i'm having arguments too i'm like should i join it i want it to be sincere i want to meet you first so i totally get that now the one with the um demons Has she felt a release or like how has her life changed since?
2: Oh my gosh. Since then, so many incredible transformations have come through. I'm just so proud of her and I'm not going to name names, but I'm just so proud of her. And um, she has become one of the students from psychic school and she's actually stepping into this next round that we have starting in October, she's going to be stepping into more of a leadership role. So we went from complete strangers. If she shows up to my retreat, I've never met you before. And like you were just in my, this Facebook group that I've posted into like, Now we're best friends and we talk regularly and she's also a client and I'm coaching and mentoring her and I'm showing her like she's in in a, a traditional job and it's okay. She wants to step into spiritual coaching or like she wants to show other people how to shift and clear energy. And so that's what we're focusing on is that mentorship aspect. Like this is all the mistakes that I made in setting up this business over the course of the five years. Like let's get you set up in just a few months. And so we're working on that right now.
0: That is awesome. If that doesn't show how intuition and doing, oh my gosh, there's so much to this, right? My mind is blown. First of all, I just want to say that you are part of the reason why I'm doing this because I want to show other women and other people that if there's something tingling somewhere, it's okay to explore it. Yeah. And by getting to know your story, which we're going to go a little more into uh, in the interview section, that it's actually more freeing. And when you are being who you're not authentically supposed to be, it's making you sick. And to realize that is when you really expand on this one life you have right now. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much. I just did a random post. I was like, I wonder if anybody and you did.
2: And you followed the nudge and look what happened.
0: Here we are. Exactly. So it's all about, it's almost fate, but it's an intuition of knowing and just taking a chance. Okay. You just told a success story of what I'm talking about. Someone that was like, eh, I'm going to try it. And then it's totally changing her life.
1: Yeah. And
0: you did that. You helped her. You're yeah. helping her. And yeah. she's going to do that for so many other people.
2: I know. And the irony is, it's so funny. She told me how she even got to that post. Okay. She said that she got this intuitive nudge out of nowhere to go and check Facebook and she argued with her. Like, I never checked Facebook. Why would I do that? And she goes and the first thing that popped up was my retreat and she's I'm supposed to be there. Let me just pay for this right now. Doesn't make sense. And that's the big thing. If you take nothing else away from this conversation is it doesn't have to make sense to be true. But she knew that she was supposed to be there. And then now here we are.
0: And that's an interesting connection about anxiety. We have anxiety because we don't we can't see the future. But sometimes it doesn't mean that it's going to be bad. It could be the best thing for you. But we have like our human body is anxiety. I don't know what's coming and I need control. Would you agree with that because i have i've had anxiety so i
2: i would get anxiety because i could see the future and i couldn't control i felt like i couldn't control what was going to
0: happen but the more that i the
2: more that i developed this skill the more it it looks like how i see it because i can actually see like the web of life and all the possibilities it's like a roadmap where yes you can get the intuitive hit that this possibility is going to happen but also we still have free will. So if you don't like that outcome, you just take a different turn, make a different decision. And then all of a sudden, all these other options open up. If you make a left instead of a right, totally different outcome. And so once I realized that, I'm like, oh, okay, just because I see something doesn't mean that what has to happen, but it's the focusing on it that will then create the link between the, the premonition and the manifestation. Because that's a common question I get is what's the difference between anxiety and intuition? It's okay. Where do you feel that in your body? We get into that if you want, but then also, what's the difference between a premonition and the manifestation? Like, just because you see something, does that automatically mean that it's going to come true? We do have the psychic school for developing this ability, and I also offer one-on-one sessions. But I can also show you just a very simple concept to help differentiate and clean up some of the second guessing and overthinking that can happen, because we often have the intuitive hit, just like you had the sort of feeling it's it sounds like you felt it in your body not so much a vision at first that came after the feeling but we overwrite it or we dismiss it because of all this other noise so if we think about our intuition as being a sort of radio channel you're a radio, I'm a radio, we are the channel. And we're tuning into the frequency of the universe, our intuition, our higher self, all that energy that's for our greatest good and highest potential. That channel is on. But we also have around us all this other noise. So our parents and our past and our spouse and partner and our kids, if we have them, and the TV and the news and the media and all social media and school systems and religion and politics and culture and ethnicity and all this other, like a dozen different other things. So imagine if you have your cv on and your radio on and your phone on and your garbage disposal on and the blender on and all this other stuff on that's laundry machine like how well do you actually think you're going to hear from yourself and how well do you think you're actually going to trust it and so that would be number one is disconnected unplugged and and so the next question is how do you know which things to unplug Um, right all of it if you can but not you really want to look at your core values your soul's mission your life purpose who are you what are you doing here what are you meant to do on this earth and then start to align everything to that your top five non negotiables your core values what you believe in put that in a hierarchy one through five and start to ask yourself are these other energies and entities actually adding value to my life are these other energies and entities actually in alignment with my soul's mission and life purpose? And if not, that's where we start to get that confidence to start creating energetic boundaries or physical boundaries if necessary to remove these voices from our life, to not allow these other energies to speak into our life. They're disconnecting from our parents and what they believe, disconnecting from our past, healing from that, disconnecting from our spouse's negative opinions, disconnecting from tv and the news and the media and the social media disconnecting from what we've been taught in school disconnecting from religion disconnecting from like politics and our country's beliefs and our culture and all that and society at large and like really hone in on your authentic truth and then the next step to that is really looking at where do you feel truth in your body so if i were to say the grass is green noticing where you feel that I feel it here in my gut it's a sort of clenching but if I were to say the grass is purple immediately I get this sort of like shaking sensation here in my head and just because that's what I feel doesn't mean that's what you feel you may feel a tingling you may feel a swaying side to side you may feel a nodding of your head for yes or shaking of your head for no and start to identify where do you feel truth in your body. So then if I were to present you with a negative thought or a negative vision or some like disaster image or something that's going to happen, then where do you feel that? I tend to feel a lot of anxiety come in through my head, like pieces of glass, or it'll come through my heart as pieces of glass. So then when you understand, oh, this is something from outside of me trying to come into my field, you can then Remove that from your field and keep your energy clear.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. I read a little bit about you. You have tons of modality. And one of my favorite things that changed my life with anxiety, mindful meditation that helps me turn myself down. But it took the entire six week program for me to stop. It was a lot like I got used to it. You like almost train yourself to be in that mode. And it takes time to release that. What is your favorite modality so far?
2: Oh. I don't know that I have a favorite because I use them all and I use them more, like some more in different seasons or some more for different clients. A really great example is I was doing hypnosis before I realized I was doing hypnosis. It was that my guided meditations would cross over into hypnosis and altering the brainwaves. So like, okay, that's a thing. I was doing light language before I realized what light language was. Like all this, you see me talk a lot with my hands. I was drawing it in school. I used to doodle in the margins of my homework. And I love guided meditation. I love light language. I do those pretty regularly. Maybe if I had to like pick one, maybe a time between those two, only because guided meditation and, and energy healing is the cornerstone of my client work one-on-ones and the group calls but also the light language is very prominent and prevalent in those sessions as well and also just in my own life my husband and I didn't sleep very well last night my baby boy who's normally very chill and low-key had a little tiny baby fever and so he kept waking up and so my husband's real tired in the morning like you mind if I do some light language on you for your energy yes please go ahead so before I got on the call I did some light language on
0: him and so what is There's
2: light the... language? Yeah, great question. So light language, for anyone that doesn't know, is channeled from, it's considered to be the angelic language. And so most people refer to this as being, or some people refer to this as being... Speaking in tongues, that it can also, in addition to being spoken, it can be channeled through song or through gestures with the hands. So, for anyone that's watching, it's this sort of fluid movement with the hands and different people's light language look slightly different. If you're not watching, the fluid movement of the hands sort of looks like if you've ever seen Hawaiian dance, like how they do the movement
0: with their hands, it can look like that. That's super cool because I have not heard that. I picture something completely different.
2: Yeah, speaking in tongues or singing in tongues or drawing symbols and signs with your hands or drawing it out on a piece of paper. And the interesting thing about language is nobody really knows what it means. So it's not like a certain syllable means a certain thing or a certain symbol necessarily means a certain thing. I actually differentiate between light language and star codes. So I feel like star codes are like a specific number sequence or letter sequence that can be channeled that can mean a particular thing but it doesn't have to i just trust it doing whatever it needs to do and it's old. but it's really powerful if you want to get into another story my daughter she's almost three when she was about two she was doing this thing where we would put her down for a bed and she would just start saying mama mama I'm like I'm like right here. What do you need? Mama. And I couldn't even leave because if I would leave, she'd start screaming. Hi, mama, mama. Like, oh my gosh, what do you need? And so finally, I was like, okay, it's obviously not human to human. This is like soul to soul. So I look her right in the eyeballs. I'm like, okay, Sophie's soul. What do you need? Yeah. And she tells it she couldn't really talk yet. So she tells me telepathically, light language. I'm like, oh, really? Is that all? Like you could it's only that sooner. So I go in and I start, for anyone, most people are familiar with Reiki. So Reiki is a particular set of symbols that have been channeled that mean a particular thing. And it's an ancient Japanese practice that's been used for uh, a long time. And they go in a specific sequence in the specific parts of the body. But light language I I love because it's a little more fluid and, and intuitive in that way. But I go into her field and I start doing light language all down, up and down her mean meridian so from the top of her head to the base of her spine and i start going in and protecting her bed and i go in and i protect her room and i'm leaving so she's calm i leave the room and she starts going blah blah I'm like what and then she tells me telepathically do the door okay so i'm like okay so i close the door and i do the door and it lights up like something out of a movie like it turned cold and i'm like wow like stealing the door protecting the door and ever since she stopped doing her, the mama oh. she just she just stopped. I was taking up on some funky energy in her room. I think I mentioned before we hopped on the recording, there's actually a portal in her room and the spirits come in and they like to talk to her. And I think she was getting scared because she wouldn't want her bed to be where the portal was. It's in the specific mm. corner of her room. Yeah. So we moved her bed to another corner. But I was feeling called to move the beds back. So we'd moved the bed back. I did some more light language for that specific space. And I was also doing light language for when she was born. She had to be put under the lights, the villiory lights. And I feel like she was like she felt alone. And so now she's the kind of kid that doesn't want to be hugged, doesn't want to be touched, tells you to go away, leave me alone. Oh, no. And so I was doing some light language for that experience. And the next day she started saying, I love you. She had never said it before. Oh my god! And then the next day she starts saying, I love you. So it's she's really responsive to it and it's pretty powerful. And I, I find that it works pretty well for a lot of different situations.
0: And now how do you feel about vibration, um, frequency, like music and stuff like that? Are you into the sound? I do
2: yeah I wish I knew how to do sound baths I have a friend she came to the retreat actually she knows sound baths and sound healing so she's my go-to she's coming to the next one we're having here in a few weeks she does that I love that and when she did hers at our last retreat I heard angels singing and I thought it was just me and then she goes y'all hear the angels singing and I was like oh yeah I do (laughs) thank you thank you thank you I actually used uh, a combination of binaural beats and guided meditation to help me heal from endometriosis and ovarian cysts. Mm. So, so right around that second spiritual awakening where I had been 20 years since I first discovered my spiritual gifts and I decided, okay, like now it's time to come out of the broom closet and start developing my gifts.
0: Room closet.
2: I around that same time was doing a lot of clearing so my womb was falling calling for clearing and i had gone to the doctor and they're like oh, yeah you have endometriosis you have an ovarian cyst like it's gonna be hard for you to have cancer so i was like forget that like i'm gonna clear this out and so did some energy healing there he using binaural beats and got a meditation and then within a couple of months got pregnant with my daughter who's now almost three
0: It's amazing and you have a son i
2: also have a son who's dead. about to turn
0: one you make beautiful babies thank um, you they're gorgeous how do you approach spirituality with them or what, how do you plan on that? Because I know that part of your journey of suppressing who you are was because you grew up very religious yeah. So, and now you're closer to family. So how does that all play a part and how are you going to yeah.
2: These are all, I love these questions. So I get this question a lot. My mother-in-law has asked it. People from church have asked it is like, how do you reconcile these two seemingly different worlds? Because I I am a psychic. I am a healer. I also practice manifestation and magic. And also, I still believe in Christ consciousness. And we still go to regular organized church. My mother-in-law's like, how are you going to raise these kids? And then people from church are like, how are you raising these kids? And to me, I don't see things in black or white, either or. I see things as both ends. So I believe that I'm here to help bridge the gap between Christ consciousness and the cosmic cauldron, between miracles and magic, between... Prayer and meditation like these two I mean like everyone wants to make them to be opposing, but they're actually very similar in a lot of ways. we want to expose our kids to everything and so just because there's certain aspects of church that don't resonate with me doesn't mean that I'm going to dismiss or discredit all of it and also I don't want to prevent my kids from having that type of connection if that's their calling so we, we go to church they're in church. They can go that route if they want to go that route, but also show them all the other stuff, show them the psychic skills and show them how to develop their intuition and show them magic and manifestation. And if they want to go that route, and also it can be both. Like when I was growing up, it was like you went to church and if you did anything else, then you were going to go to hell. But I don't believe that. I don't think that my kids need to believe that. We share everything and we share information. for their three in one. So it's not like how much information can you share? Our intention is to share different religions and other modalities and schools of thought.
0: I just want to tell you that to me, when you're talking about that, because I'm of the same mind, to me, that means you have healed, right? You've healed that part that that held you down and you can still see things for what they are and how beneficial they really are. Kudos to you. I think they're going to be kids. I think that you're right. I think it's, it depends on the extremes, right? So both sides, you can see like medicine, right? So Western medicine, I always say is it'll save your life, but your quality of life is all your nutrition, all your spirituality, all of that's your quality of life. I'm glad that you are loud and out there and ready to be seen. And you're not afraid to be like, you know what? I can heal. I've done it and I can help you too. I'm so glad that you were on here so I could share you with everybody. Do you want to to hear the story of how we ended up, how I ended up
2: on here? So I stepped away from church for many years. Uh, When I went to college, I stopped going. And then at some point, my husband and I got married, and then we're like, okay, let's go back. And then COVID hit. And it's funny because In 2019, we were going to move to France and we actually listed our house for sale. And we were going to move. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, we can't move because something really terrible is going to happen at the beginning of 2020. And I, I realized now in hindsight, it was pandemic. And so... With the pandemic hit, everything went into lockdown and we were all very isolated. That coincided with my second spiritual awakening, where I was really going all in my psychic studies and my healing modalities. And I was developing in this sort of bubble where I could just be me and not have to worry about what people at church would think. Then we had my daughter and then we had my son. And then like my husband OK, so this is not a thing anymore. And it's time to go back. And I'm like, oh, I'm not ready because I'm thinking like I'm going to get judged. I'm going to get shot I'm going to get ostracized and, and all this stuff. And out of nowhere, I get this really strong pull of spirits. It's time to go back. I'm like, really? It's time to like, yeah, there's an important conversation you're supposed to have. And if you don't have it, you're not going to move forward in the rest of your life. I'm like,
0: oh, so I go, go to church
2: and I'm waiting. I'm waiting like, because I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And a couple months later, I get an invitation. One of the ladies from church says, hey, do you want to go get coffee? And I'm like, I know you want to talk to me about my Facebook because on my Facebook it says I'm a psychic coach and energy healer and magic and manifestations and all the things and I'm like okay fine here it is here it is and I'm like my human in me is I got a copy with you what the heck but then my spirit no we're supposed to go to copy so I got a coffee, and sure enough we sit down and she's really sweet she buys me the coffee and then I think it was a pastry and all this I'm sitting there nice. and she goes so I'd like to talk to you about your Facebook I'm like oh my gosh so yeah. 90 minutes 90 minutes we sat there and she asked me all the things like why are you here if you believe in this and we believe in that and what do you think is the only source of truth and there's not only one source of truth and she's like you can't blend these two worlds And like yes you can and it's like basically we just agreed to disagree and how I how I framed it was like I don't feel that I should have to defend myself but I'm happy to answer any questions you have because I don't have anything in- and so I right. just spoke my right truth. And I actually didn't cry the whole time, which I found incredible because I'm a person that gets very emotional oh. sometimes. But I got in the car and I felt on the way home, I got about halfway home. It was a 10-minute drive. So I got five minutes for the ride. And all of a sudden, I just started bawling because I felt this karmic release of you don't have to hide anymore. And actually, I'm just like so grateful that I live in a day and age where I could speak my truth because 200 years ago. Yeah. I would have been burned at the this. Right. And now I just get to be me and be who I am and then help heal. So I, that's when I healed. And then I got out of that conversation. 90-minute conversations happened on a Thursday. And then by Monday, I was like, it's no time. I got to spread the word. I have to be on the mission. This is it. And so I told Spirit, I said, show me my next step of how I'm supposed to be sharing this and it showed me this Facebook group and I'm like okay show it to me again if that's the group for me because it was a large group and I wasn't sure about it yeah and it showed it to me again and so I'm like okay this is the group so then I joined and then a few weeks later I see your post and then no, here we are so
0: oh that warms my heart the fact that you went through that um with the conversation it shows that you were ready you weren't afraid. You didn't have shame anymore. And I think the shame is what holds a lot of people back from being their true selves. Yay. I'm so happy yeah. that you did well, that. We're here. Happy yeah. you're here. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about business. And then first of all, your website is amazing.
2: Thank you. I had Beautiful. professional help. Just want to throw that out there.
1: <laughs> you
0: do. I do know how to build my own sites, but in this case I had professional help. I want to talk about this is airing and in- october you have a freebie so tell me about your freebie
2: yeah i have a free quiz for you to discover your spiritual superpowers so over the course of my interaction helping over a thousand people find clarity and confidence in their lives i've identified five archetypes of how we hear from source so we are the artist the healer the psychic the priestess or the witch and so when you take this quiz, you'll discover your primary archetype. We all actually have some or most of those, but your primary archetype and how you can continue to develop your intuition according to that archetype.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love that. So I'll have all the links down below and I'll probably have it on the screen as well if you're watching. Now, let me ask you what your three top tips are for entrepreneurs. Yes. OK, I um, I have made a lot of mistakes in my world just
2: saying I've been doing this for years and I made a lesson. They're lessons, not mistakes. Wait, mistakes, lessons. Thank you. (laughs) A lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of energy. I would just love to address the things that I struggled with that I think can help you. The comparison, the perfectionism, and the imposter syndrome, which is linked to Mm -hmm. that intuition. Number one, going back to what we talked about unplugging and disconnecting if there's anyone in your media your world your social media that makes you feel bad about yourself or you keep thinking i should do it like them or i need to be like that is your cue to unfriend unfollow disconnect unplug don't worry about what anyone else is doing stay in your own lane the other thing that was the first thing stop comparing yourself to other people the next thing was to take inspired ideas and aligned actions. It doesn't have to be perfect. This was a hard lesson for me because I like for things to be just. I want it like all all put together and all perfect. And it's no like it gets to be whatever it is, and you can always like evolve over time. Like I must have redone my anxiety remedy and mindset makeover like half a dozen times, but it wasn't perfect, and it never will be perfect because there is no such thing as perfection. So just move forward. Just take a step. Any step. Doesn't matter what it is. Take an inspired idea and align action. And then also when you are starting to doubt yourself, the like the imposter syndrome coming in and you're starting to doubt yourself. Remember that you are divinely supported, that you, it's not just you doing whatever it is that you're doing. You are in alignment with your higher self, in alignment with God, source, universe, the divine, whatever you call that higher power. And they can't be wrong. As long as you're in alignment with that and moving forward you're fine. Like you said, it's not a mistake. It's just a lesson. Not directly related to anything like, do this business strategy or do that. It's all very intuitive for me. If you've learned from my marketing strategy, it's all very spirit-led, but hopefully that'll help. Support.
0: Absolutely. I think all of it matters and it's all intertwined, especially with female entrepreneurs. I literally just posted, Done is better than perfect because perfect
2: yeah my mantras in overcoming perfectionism has been progress what's another word word. progress not perfection and progress is progress no matter how slow you go it's like full
0: circle from yesterday that's cute yeah okay so we're gonna play a game and we're gonna play would you rather would you rather see 10 minutes in the future or 50 years into the future, which is hilarious for you? So go ahead.
2: I see both. And the 50 years in the future is not so relevant for me, so I think I would rather, yeah, I would rather see just a little snippet this line.
0: Would you rather be forced to sing along to every song or dance to every song?
2: Oh, interesting. I don't want to be forced to do anything. I think I would rather dance than sing.
0: Would you rather find true love today or win the lottery next year?
2: Oh, yeah. I have love now. So let's win the lottery, please. Thank you. (laughs) Although I don't play the lottery. So just (laughs) large sums of unexpected money coming in. Yes.
0: Yes. Channel that. Okay. Would you rather stay in during snow or build a fort? I will avoid the snow. I
2: actually left Denver partially because of my daughter, as I mentioned, because I didn't like the
0: snow. But if I were still in, you no, know, I would stay inside. Would you rather have a personal maid or a personal chef?
2: Personal maid, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I will order takeout all day, every day if I could.
0: <laughs> me come clean. Yes, that makes total sense. Would you rather live in a haunted house <laughs> filled by friendly ghosts or be a ghost to relive your average day after you die over and over?
2: Yeah, no. My my house does have ghosts, so that's funny. But... I would just rather have the ghost because I'm already coming back to
0: Earth over and over in my Scar Seed ascension journey. So yeah. Yep. Would you rather have one win- wish granted today or ten wishes twenty years from now?
2: Interesting. Can I wish for more wishes? Yep. Okay. I'm gonna have to go with the insta gratification on this slide.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay
2: if I could strategize the one wish, then maybe I can get all the other
0: but Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, that's exactly how I think too. I'm like, mm, what's the workaround? Okay, would you rather be reincarnated as a fly, or just stop existing when you die?
2: Oh, okay. I love this question. This is like a little long story to your answer, but when I was like 18, 19, I had just started dating my husband, no husband, and I got this the sense of knowing that i was gonna die at age 28 i'm 33 now just so y'all know i didn't realize at the time one we go through something called a saturn return around age 28 29 where there's this—it's like the quarter life crisis everything falls apart and that happened in my personal life but also i didn't die so my whole 28th year waiting for death that never came but i died in a spiritual sense because then right after that is when i had my big spiritual awakening where i came into came back into my second gifts but i learned that i've had this is my 28th lifetime and when i learned that i was like oh this is the last one like, oh really I'm, I'm done like this is it. this is the last one so to answer your question i don't want to come back i'm not coming back i'm done <laughs> this is it for me
0: that's cool would you rather have Celine Dion or Eminem perform a soundtrack of your life? Like both. Can we have Celine do our, the, Dion do the back vocals? Like how?
2: I <laughs> have a different background vocals. collab.
0: Can
2: we do a collab,
0: please? That would be interesting to hear. And make total sense.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Would you rather win on Survivor or on The Bachelorette?
2: Oh, Yeah. Okay, because now I'm seeing like alternate timeline where I'm not already married. Okay. <laughs> 15 okay. Years. I'm not a person who will rough it, just saying like, okay, we'll just, we'll do the math for it. How's that?
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Thank you for playing that game. This is a burning question I've had since I found out your name. Tell me, is that your real name?
2: Yes, that is my married name, Nicole Starbuck. The funny, everything has a funny story. The funny story behind that is, I have to go back even further. It was like two or three days before school was about to start. They give you like extra days to get settled in. I was a freshman coming into college, coming into the honors dormitory and I was walking from getting food to go back to the dorm. And Spirit said, you better stay single for a year or you're going to end up married. I'm like, whatever.
0: And I, is that a threat? Like that doesn't, that's a challenge. As a challenge source, <laughs> I'm going to challenge you on that.
2: So I go and I think I called my mom or she called me. I'm talking. And then my friend I just met the night before. She comes and knocks on the door. She's saying, hey, why do play apples to apples? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll be down. And I'm thinking, I hope there's some cute guy down there that will just like fade and get married. And I go down there and there's this guy. And I don't know if you've ever played apples to apples, but yes,
0: I love. It. Yeah. we keep
2: picking each other's cards and I'm throwing jokes out there because I was like, oh, it's destiny is meant to be like whatever. And that was how we met. And then the next time I saw him, he said his, his last name was Starbuck. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to marry you for your last name. No big deal. I just threw that out there. We ended up dating and getting married. And I have the last name Starbucks, So it is my married name. No, we do not own Starbucks. It's the funniest question. I'll be like shopping at Goodwill and someone will be like, oh, you want Starbucks?
0: Would I be shopping? You know, I just tell you, that's not my first thought no not at no. what like for the
2: stars like i oh yeah see that's how i do it i get either battles battle galactic car references very rarely do i get oh from moby dick because that's actually what starbucks oh. is named after is the first mate in moby dick but i love stars i put stars yeah. on everything starbucks enterprises is the name of my business which is the head of Oracle Academy, which is the head of psychic So it's a We put stars in my daughter's room. And my husband, his first tattoo was actually he d- designed a star and then there's a buck in the middle, like the animal. And so he has that. That was his first tattoo. Now he's all covered up and down. But
0: yeah. I love that. I love that. What a great story. I wasn't expecting all of that. And that it was even better than I can imagine. Um, So do you have anything coming up in the last quarter of this year that you want to tell everybody about?
2: Yes. And I realized I didn't answer your question about the retreats, like how often I'm doing them. Yeah. So I'll tie that into this answer. So what we have coming up right now, we are in our second round, launching our second round of psychic school. So we have a new wave of students coming in for that. And we're also putting together a... Spiritual mastermind. I felt really called to do a new way of doing business because I was just so sick and tired of traditional marketing. I was like, let's get some soulmate vibe tribe going here where we can all co create and collaborate together in a way that feels really fun to grow our businesses together. So we have that coming out in the magnetic mastermind. By the time this airs, we will have already done it. But right now, I'm preparing for an in person retreat in Austin. So that'll be really magical. And then I I actually channeled a dozen different in-person events and retreats for next year, which is a lot. That means one each month. So we'll see when the beginning of the year comes, what I actually feel aligned with doing, but I just have a big space in my heart for serving people in person. It's just remote is great. I love it. I do Zoom sessions every day, but there's something really magical about being in person. So that's what I have for the rest of the year. It's, okay. it's pretty much a uh, psychic school and the magnetic
0: mastermind. So with the school, is it through meetings? Like how is that set up? Is it learn on your own and then you meet or is it all taught in not in person, but on on Zoom? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we're doing a hybrid approach where there is a self-study component to it where you can dive in at your own pace. And then we also have bi-weekly Q&A where you can ask questions either relating directly to the curriculum as we're going through it or... Anything else that's coming through from your life, business, intuition, anything pertaining to the inner knowing and the trusting of yourself.
0: And what's the name of your website where they can find everything?
2: Yes. Thank you. So my website is oracleacademy.com. That's a little play on words between the psychic oracle and aura. So it's A-U-R-A-C-L-E academy.com. That has all the information for the psychic school, the mastermind, and then also the frequency.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I only have two last questions to close out. And I first want to just thank you so much for showing up and being here and my presence and allowing us to exchange energy. I'm huge on energy. And I think that we're meant to meet. And so thank you. Okay, last questions. Tell me what legacy means to you and how does it play a part in your life? That's one question. Legacy to
2: me is leaving the world a better place than how you found it. And now that we're here closer to family, and also my mom actually just moved from Arizona to be closer to us. So now my extended family is part of her family. It's really about instilling those values into my kids. For them to go out and be that light and love in the world. So, got passed out from my mom through me into now my daughter and my son. who are going to go out and, and create a legacy, mm-hmm. if far greater than maybe I imagined or their grandma imagined.
0: Awesome. Okay, final question: How are you marking this time in your life? By marking this time, <laughs>
2: thing I think the key to mine was a sharpie marker because it's permanent, but. Day to day, moment to moment, one of my one of my personal charges, things that I'm, I'm leaning into and growing into, it's like be being fully present. It's not just like marking a meeting off my to do list or marking a day off my to do list, but like really asking the question in the morning, like how does spirit want me to show up and serve today? And then at the end of the day, having that little inventory, internal inventory of did I was I really my best? Did I really show up in the ways that I had been called
0: and had intended? Thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing how much you grow and where you go in this world. Thank Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Nicole's remarkable transformation from illness and stress to unlocking her psychic intuition and forging connections with the fascinating realm of aliens is nothing short of awe-inspiring. Her journey serves as a powerful reminder that within each of us lies an untapped well, of potential waiting to be unleashed. Nicole's story ignites a spark of inspiration within us, urging us to delve deeper into our own minds and explore the vast expanses of our intuition. It reminds us that even in the face of adversity, there's an immense strength and resilience within us, capable of propelling us towards extraordinary experiences and connections. So let Nicole's journey be the catalyst that propels you forward on your own path of self-discovery. Embrace the unknown, trust in the power of your intuition, and dare to explore the uncharted territories of your mind. Unleash your hidden potential and forge connections that transcend the boundaries of our everyday reality. If you're ready to embark on this transformative journey, I encourage you to discover the Oracle Academy Psychic School. Here you'll find a supportive community and expert guidance to help you unlock the depths of your intuition and tap into the extraordinary. Embrace the limitless possibilities that await you and step into a world where intuition becomes your guiding light. Remember, the power to unlock your intuition and make profound connections with the unknown lies within you. Embrace the call, trust in your abilities, and let your intuition guide you towards a life filled with wonder, insight, and limitless potential. By the way, I got the
1: priestess on the quiz. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Empowering Time Markers. We hope you found inspiration, gained valuable insights, and connected with our incredible guests. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and helps us continue to bring you empowering content. And remember, the journey doesn't end here stay connected with us on social media, where we'll be sharing additional resources, behind the scenes content, and updates on upcoming episodes. Thank you for joining us on this empowering journey. Together, let's continue to make our mark on the world one moment at a time. Until then, keep empowering yourself and others. This is Tia Bottom, signing off from Empowering Time Markers.